you sitting there, you at home, you ain't doing shit, scratching your genitals, scratching your ass, smelling your underarm, smelling your own breath, let me hear just for a few seconds, right? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. The creation tools allow you to, you know, record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. You can use that same hand you scratch your ass with to go to Anchor and record. It'll distribute your podcast for you to a plethora of DSPs. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What are you waiting for? Go. Right now. Get off the couch. Go to Anchor. Create a podcast. The world wants to hear what you have to say. You know, everybody got a story to tell. Everybody has a testimony and today one of my closest friends is going to talk about his upbringing the things that he learned through life um some serious things some things that are hilarious and we're gonna go back and forth with our experiences during these things and relate these things to each other um like i said this the the the, when i created my podcast right i created it for moments like this moments so People that look like me, black men, can have an outlet to just talk their shit and to be able to have an outlet where they're not judged, they're not, you know, they're not looked down upon. We're just talking our shit, man, talking true shit. So I hope you enjoy it. I enjoyed it. We went over everything. This is a two hour, two and a half hour conversation. So Make sure you sit down. You may have to pause this shit and come back. <laughs> but let me tell you something, man. It's worth every motherfucking minute of it. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, you will enjoy it. You will enjoy the stories as Tori takes us through a tour through his life, through his eyes, and takes the trip Pill on the trip Pill podcast. God bless. Let's get into the show.
Yes, sir. TP. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just living. Already, man. But let me bring you in right quick. Let me go ahead and bring you in right quick. This is what this right here is a little special, man. This is my nigga right here from the sandbox. We can't decide which one of us talking about cheeseburgers. <laughs> but one of us talking about some goddamn cheeseburgers. It might have been both of us, man, way back. Way Shit. back in the game. Way back. Day one. Day one, man. Park, Park South, man. Right there. Right on Pine Street, man. This is my brother, man. This is a guy that um that, that I hold to a high standard, and he holds me to the same standard, man. I've always been like that. This is my brother, Tory Phillips. What's going on, baby? Loving it, loving it. Appreciate the work you're doing, man. Good thing, keep pushing. You know, trying, man. Trying to, man. Trying to. You know, man. You know, when I created this shit, I thought about people like you. I thought about people like myself and a few others that have a story to tell, right? For sure. Um, people that have, you know. Uh, everybody has their own story to tell. But a, a lot of times, especially for us as black men, we don't have an outlet. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when we show up to these workplaces and things like that, we can't really be us. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because if we were really us, then we, we wouldn't be there working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, Let's talk about this, man. From the beginning, <clears throat> from the time I first met you, bro, that that period of time, we're gonna pretty much run through um, a timeline of your life all the way up to the present day. Uh, we're gonna get through everything, um, the people who influenced you the most, the fam, you know, your family, your accomplishments, things, things, the things that you've done, and things that you learned along life. So let's start in the very beginning. Tory okay. Phillips. Tory Phillips is born. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Being brought up with, you know, a single mother, having mm-hmm. no dad. Uh, you know, uh, as a kid, you know, you feel like you have it all. Uh, not knowing the struggle until you actually see the lights off or you see all these candles on and your mama over there crying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming from that, uh, that place of, you know, I'm growing up, but also I got to know how to be a man at the same time. Right. Um, you know, always having to fight from where we from. Definitely. Definitely. You know, the niggas get caught up in Caught up in you know the politics of being in the hood, you know, you just got to figure figure your way around it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, just coming out the womb, honestly, I, I was always a spoiled kid. My mama did whatever; she had two or three two or three jobs, making sure she provided above yeah, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going to uh, Parkside Y at a young yeah. age, helped and grooming me in that same aspect, you know, not having, you know, no actual father figure, but actually kind of have that safe central, safe space, that safe central, safe sanctuary to, you know, be amongst other uh, 
other kids that's kind of like me, that's kind of going through the same things that I'm mm-hmm. going through, um, like-minded, you know, being deep-rooted in sports, playing football, basketball, any sport, you name it, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You no, know, it, it, it was all – I mean, it was definitely a fun time growing up. And uh, like I said, as I got older, I understand the struggle of what my mama did to sacrifice for me and uh, that it helped me understand to be a better man at the end of the day. And like I said, right. with the lack of not having a father, I was I was already kind of uh, – I was able to see, like, what I want to do for my kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mama was my my father figure on the cool like that birds and the bees conversation. That was her I had yeah. to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't no male. I yeah, had, I That's had my real uncles. Shit, I had my uncles and stuff that you know uh, they came around, uh, but it, it wasn't nothing like in house. Got to have that in house. Well, the in house <laughs> way different, boy. I can remember in house way different. I can remember when. Uh, my mom and my dad sat me down, and that and that by far was like thinking back on it was the funniest shit of all time. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying I come in there, the condom laying on the table. What's going on here? What are we doing right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> Birds and the bees talk, nigga. Sit down. Exactly. You know, what I'm saying that's what's up though. Okay, so continuing on from there, right? Yeah, but, but. We get to the- so we uh, basically, you know, me and you got together, like I said, at, at the Y. Uh, I, I know you probably weren't there too long, but I know we, we when we when you uh, got there, we kind of clicked straight right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your mama was very vocal. My mama was vocal. So. Vocal, nigga. <laughs> we talking about some we gonna get to the, Yeah, And we're going to get to the high school, them being still being vocal. We're going to get to that exactly. part. Exactly. We're going to that part. So, you yeah. know... Uh, like I said, not too long with you from not being there, but I kind of stayed there till teenage years. Uh, yeah. uh, went to Prairie City. I definitely say, uh, you know, that's the East Side High Middle School. Hey, <laughs> hey, hold on, hey man, hold on. I've been trying to tell niggas about Pearl City, and niggas do not believe me. You know, of course, I'm not living in Texas. I, you know, I'm in Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma. So, but when I tell niggas about Pearl City, man, when I tell niggas, I'm like, my nigga, I went. This nigga, the hardest middle school in the city. Ain't yeah. no other middle school in the city. Ain't no other part of the city just got one middle school. Every yeah. part got multiple middle schools, whatever. But in South Dallas, <laughs> nigga, it's everybody from everywhere in one school. And from 6 o'clock in the morning, niggas is getting knocked out. Exactly, exactly. And, that, and, and, and barbed wire all around the goddamn school. All you can't open up a goddamn window. Niggas getting shot in the hand. The shit was going down, man. It was a, 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 a so let's talk about you, that. Yeah, man. You had to find out where you fit in. Honestly, man, you find out who who your people is. You know, that's kind of like searching for your identity in life. Period. Yeah. Like, shoot, you get in that type of mind state. Sure, you you can get your set knocked out just by you know watching or, or being in the wrong vicinity. So it's yeah, like around. You, yeah, you just gotta watch who you talk to. Yeah, <clears throat> watch who you hang around. Yes, uh, I know, me and you. You know, we was gravitated towards sports, mm-hmm. so it, it was more easier uh, for us to. I mean, be more likable. But it was so many other times that. It, it was time to fight at the same time. It did. It, same, wasn't, even, man. 
it was <laughs> the messed up thing. We be fighting so much at school, but let us go ahead and play sports and play another team. You, you would think we a whole family the way how much we yeah. be striving. But as soon as that morning hit, his nigga is fuck you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to you have to worry about seventh grade knockout, eighth grade knockout. Who it who got to go to school? Hey. Worry about I'm about to get knocked out. Hey, <laughs> oh, I might have to fight. Who, who what other middle school hey. you have to really go like man? I might have to fight today. Like real shit. And it was me that was taking that kid way five dollars way to old cliff or way to pleasant go just go to middle school because they didn't want their child to go to Pearl C. Anderson. I'm talking about. Niggas fighting administrators during during programs. Like, what the fuck is going on? Real like East Side Middle School type shit. She could really be a a goddamn movie, man. Exactly. A movie. You talking about games, bro? Like, nigga, if you ain't claim, you better claim. Like, nigga, at least claim your side, nigga. Yeah, claim your side, claim your hood, because otherwise, you. Yeah. You ain't caught getting snuck out of nowhere, so I yeah. can guarantee you. So in my hood, nigga, we walk fucking uh, Hatcher faithfully every every day after school, knocking niggas yeah. out from that was walking the other way just because we was bad. Having police yeah. getting called on us because we was just bad, like bad the bitch, fucking the uh, helicopter dropping down on the football field. We're like, what the fuck is this what, shit? Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah, man. You have to be be able That's when you found out what neighborhood you was from. You ain't have to necessarily be part of the game. Mm -hmm. One nigga asked me, where you from, nigga? Lego Park. Yeah. Right on cue, nigga. (laughs) Lego Park. (laughs) Yeah, straight up. You better know where you stand, nigga, because nigga gonna find out where you stay when you drop up on that bus. Yeah, yeah. You never talk. Nigga never paid a a damn... uh, Nigga never paid attention in geography, but a nigga gonna watch where you stay and try to figure out what part where you at. Yeah. Most definitely. So, so you know, it definitely during that time you also shoot, you know, as a uh finding your identity, you also at that time, you know, you getting peer pressure, you hearing about sex, you know, you hearing a lot of stuff at that time then a typical, you know, preteen probably shouldn't hear. Mm-hmm. So I mean you have you have to be tough, I can tell you that, coming from where I'm from. Definitely. Definitely, you know. Let's talk about um before we move, move on to the other stuff mm-hmm. to high school stuff right there. Let's talk about the one of the things that I never realized until I left Oklahoma. I mean, left Texas to go to Oklahoma mm-hmm. was the impact that South Dallas had on me. The positive impact, but also the negative impact. Really? You know what I'm saying? Um, like you said, the exposure, you was going to see it all at Pearl City. You was going to walk around the corner see Shawty giving down. Exactly. You was going to walk, <laughs> you exactly. gonna walk across the corner see these niggas smoking weed. You going to walk across the corner see whatever you're going to see, just the exposure of it. And, it, and you know what I'm saying, it, it being a point where like, God damn, like, I don't know what the fuck that shit is, but it, I don't, it's a certain feeling that you see, that you, uh, that you feel in that environment. And until you leave that environment, you don't realize how much it had an effect on you mentally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what type of effect do you think that had on you mentally being able 
to see some things that we definitely shouldn't have been seeing at that age. <clears throat> I could definitely say the way that it impacted me. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, just me as how my mama was helping grooming me to be a young man uh, right. to make sure I was still close to my morals and she understand like, okay, okay you're going to have to go through stuff without me. But also learning myself, like, man, I, I got the feed for myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't rely on my mama. I can't rely on her to do nothing for yeah. me. She I ain't here for her in school. So, uh, you know, like you said, just you got to go for what you know. But the way it impacted me is like, okay, I seen the negatives. I knew what not to do. So I, that's when I learned that right from wrong. I honestly can say that. I, I seen the dude that, <coughs> that fucked up and then where he ended up being in jail, you know, or uh, seeing the dude that actually do, make it and be somewhere successful because he made the right decision. So that was kind of where I learned that right from wrong. And I guarantee you that's a definitely impacted me today because I seen the stuff. I can see it. I experienced it. I know. I heard about it. That helped me keep moving, honestly, bro. Like, yeah. That's a fork in the road right there. <laughs> like, high school was a break compared to that shit. Like, I don't know how some of you worry about high school. I mean, we worry about middle school. Yeah, exactly. That's a, fork, that's a fork in the road. Like, you definitely see who going to be what early. Exactly. You know what exactly. And, you know, even though people evolve, you definitely knew, like, damn, Shawty is heading the wrong way. Or, oh, boy, he heading the wrong way. And it kind of hurts because sometimes these are the people that you went to Elementary with, yeah, and grew they up were, with. Yeah. They, they were good. They were good at. They were smarter than us. Yeah, niggas was in the Benjamin uh, Benjamin Banneker Math Club. Nine niggas was game banging. <laughs> what the fuck going on? For real, nigga, you was a nigga. You broke down the algebra problem in fourth grade, nigga. For what real. the fuck is your problem? You For know real. what I'm saying? But but seeing your friends turn, and that's the, uh, and to be honest, yeah. and early, that's the first um, situation that you have to learn what friends to keep and who to let go. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a, and that's a very hard decision, but that's also a, a, a part of life. Yeah. And, and I think everybody that, that grew up and they, they went to that place, I mean, I, I'm not sure how it was as a middle school. I'm pretty sure they had some rough moments too, but it wasn't nothing like Pearl C. Exactly. The shit was ridiculous and to be honest, man, I feel like people they did that shit on purpose. Cause still now to this day, even though it ain't Pearl C, it's still one middle school. Right, Billy Day, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, if you know that it's two high schools, why in the fuck wouldn't you want to have two middle schools for each side to feed into instead of having all this these problems? You complain about these problems, but you're not making it better. You got, you know. Exactly, and that's that's the root of the problems because you got two, you got so many games in one house. Like, nigga, niggas got the fame for themselves. Gladiator <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. yeah, so everybody you know, gonna rep their hood. Everybody gonna put yeah. on for their hood. And nigga, ain't just you ain't just gonna come and punk me for for our shit. So like, yeah, from the <laughs> roughest nigga to the most squares nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas gonna have to figure it out. This nigga, it's either go eat or get eight. Straight up, straight up. So from that point on, T, let's talk about, you know what I'm saying, your life at that moment. Um, you know, like you said before, 
being a um, being raised in a single parent household, um, your mom having to carry a load. You know what I'm saying? Um, me personally, when I met your mom, of course, it was in high school. You know, when our mom, our moms are new to it, but we really meet. You know. Get to understand what's going on, man. She's a very resilient woman, mm-hmm. a very strong woman, and um, d- definitely, you know what I'm saying, she meant business. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she was all about that boy. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. about Tory, hey, man, when it, comes, when it came to Tory, man, but that's how it's supposed to be. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> And, and 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 I commend her for that, and God bless her. Appreciate God bless your mom, man. Appreciate that. Right person, appreciate that. right person. But let's talk about going into high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let's let's break it down, maybe slow it down a tad bit, so we can get the details of this shit. We got a lot to get in. We got time. We got time, my nigga. Don't worry about it. We got time. Hey, this our shit, man. When I created this shit, I said, hey, this, this our shit. My nigga, to talk that shit. That's what's up. That's what's up. And for it to be an open place. Well, you don't have to be scared of being yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about leaving Pearl City, <clears throat> going to Pearl City, going into Lincoln, and the things that you were also experiencing outside of school. Yeah. I can definitely tell you from, from the start, me and you linked, we was linked it before school even started. We're going to football, <laughs> work yeah, yep. during the summer. Me and yep. you <laughs> was locked in for <laughs> putting South Dallas on for the big niggas for sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> so we, we kind of already had like an edge on on sports wise. And then uh, when, when school actually started, it was just more so, you know, I already, I already got an identity. People know me from the hood and there's more people now. They need to know who I am, what I'm about, mm-hmm. what I do, <clears throat> navigating who, who I'm messing with, who I'm not messing with. Of course, you're dealing with, you know, girls at the same time, like who I'm trying to uh, get on this weekend or who who can I talk to, who I'm trying to uh, (laughs) mess with, you know. (laughs) I'm trying to kiss behind the vending machine. Exactly. Who just going to get that that quickie that I'm trying to get uh, on the football. She's going to come back behind here and touch my meat behind the vending machine. Behind the vending machine. (laughs) Shoot, let's go go to the locker room. Yeah. I got somebody to watch the front door for me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, auditorium. Yeah, where it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so honestly, I mean, like I said, uh, academically, I could say, you know, you kind of figure out yourself at the same time. Like, man, what I want to do outside of uh, Lincoln, what I what I want to do, who I want to become. So, of course, you know, when you first get into high school, you're like, I'm having fun, I'm living life. Then sophomore year come, you like, okay, let me let me chill out a little bit. Let me come down, but I can still have fun. Junior year, you're like, man, I'm kind of stressed. I got to do this test. I got to worry about passing this class. Excellent. I got to do this. They seen you like, all right, it's either now or never. Like, I got to get this now. I'm trying to get out this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could definitely say it was a big, uh, it was a learning curve with, you know, with having study habits or, Honestly, I feel like we didn't have study habits that I feel like other kids have now these days. But uh... no, these little niggas got a, a lot, bro. They and, and that shit, I, and I hate saying that shit because now we got kids, but we all right. and so we like. I told my daughter, they like y'all niggas got laptops. Yeah, 
hops from the district. We couldn't even get a, a book. A, a, a book for all pages. <laughs> book, yeah, exactly. Book, yeah. We couldn't even get a book where you open it up and it ain't sticky on the page. It was page. brand new. It, it was yeah. Hand me down. Niggas gonna do a dick on the front or some wild <laughs> shit. It's graffiti all in that thing. Yeah, nigga don't do a dick on the front. What asshole did this shit? It's a Can't new book. Read the damn book because of dick right there. <laughs> Yeah, man, nigga don't do the nigga don't do the dick, and he don't do the vagina. This nigga's weird out here. And it be some big ass books. You like fuck? I ain't carrying no big ass book at school. Like shit, I got too yeah. many chicks to talk to. I got my niggas to fuck with. Like I ain't about to do all this shit. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> then, day of course you got to navigate. You navigate yourself to figure out what you know who, who you want to become, who you want to you know leave behind as you know your legacy. Uh, I can definitely tell you they ain't gonna say you know Tori was always in trouble or none of that shit because it yeah. it wasn't even worried about me getting in trouble. It's like shit, I gotta get in trouble. My mom, I don't even care about getting no ticket, going to jail. It was worried about my mom. <laughs> Straight up, man. Nigga, mom was popping up <laughs> at, at school. school. Like nigga, you out of line. Nigga be walking around. Yeah. You, you you gonna catch? Yeah, bro. You. Nigga be walking around the corner to the front. You see, mama, hey, mama, boy, don't worry about me. Go to class. <laughs> what you doing up here, though? Why you? Bro, especially, especially your yeah. mama, she lived. But that was from <laughs> boy. And that was her second stint. You know, her we first stint brother, was, yeah. was with, yeah. And, 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 and remember the other, the other principal, um, uh, yeah. Papa Bear. It was there, and him and mama had a great relationship. She was there so much. My brother was there that she gave, that he gave her a goddamn student yeah. ID number. That she wanted to walk in that bitch and get lunch, she could, but she stayed in there because, man, in an environment like that, mm-hmm. man, you gotta make, you got, like, at the time it was yeah. annoying, but right now. You need now, that support, like, man. You need that support. I swear to God, you do. Like, man. Because it can go exactly. left. So fast. So, so fast. fast. So it's so, so many things like we could have did, but we like, nah, mama sneeze, bro. <laughs> don't be around over there. Nigga. Nah, we're going to have to tone hey. it down. And niggas was scared of other niggas' <laughs> exactly. mama. Exactly. Niggas wasn't trying to be seen by our mamas or other niggas' mama, because they going to tell it. All the mamas going to come and... together. They, I think they had a mama's meeting for one of the football games. I swear to God they did. <laughs> yeah, every football game, nigga, they linked up. If one of them wasn't there, they had on on speakerphone. Look, we're talking about this. You know what I'm saying? But. I also think that's what kept a lot of us out of exactly. trouble. Exactly. Because we had a bubble. Like, it was like one big mama. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it wasn't your mama biologically, she was exactly. your son. Nigga, if you part of this group, nigga, that's what it is. And they hold you, and they, they, they held us to a higher standard. You know what I'm saying, and, and they and they exactly. fought for us. Whenever they felt like the coaches was fucking up, yeah, they in there and they yeah. on their ass. You know what I'm saying, and I feel like that right there was priceless, especially trying to play sports. Now, let's break this down because we got to get into uh, our high school careers for the sake of the fuckery and before <laughs> that was going. <laughs> Around us. All right. So, freshman year, we all there. We all football team. We playing. We just playing. The shit didn't really jump off until our junior year. Now, me and Tori was two of, what, six? 
it was only six juniors that played on varsity. And we coming in at sophomores though. We came in at sophomores at the same time when we got we played uh JV yeah. <clears throat> got bumped up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. So how was that experience for you? Like I know for me yeah. it was tough because I was like, man, look, way <laughs> big, way fast. <laughs> Man, I swear to God, the whole nigga put me in that fucking class 05, 06. I don't know what they was eating at that time, bro. I don't know what they was eating that time. Nigga, that 04. They was all like six feet over. Of course, y'all getting scholarships because y'all tall enough, y'all big enough. Y'all already. (laughs) That that 04 class that went to state. Nigga, led by Bonnie Tunn. And had niggas on there like Kato and Jay Sneed and before Byron came back with Chase, Briscoe. Chase Lee's doing the food. Yeah, then yeah, they, and that shit was different because like you watching niggas like, bro, these niggas look right wrong, now like right these now. they can be in college right now. Look. These niggas like, yeah, and some and some of these niggas got real grown ass exactly, man problems like right kids now. right now. Like niggas, niggas off of practice, they, they going to work. You know what I'm saying? So talk about that experience, the transition of also being kind of let down because Coach Samples was going to a different school. When you live your life and you think about going to Lincoln, think about being coached by somebody like Coach Samples, which is a legendary coach, and he's still doing the thing. Even though he can barely – yeah, hey, he barely walked. Nigga said, "Nigga, give me a golf cart. I'm swerving exactly. right so we'll get this shit right." I, I tell you, you know sure, man, just being so, on Lincoln football team, period. You already heard this stuff before. You getting on the team, there, man. You got to be a one, you know, to play at Lincoln. Like we, we ain't just doing. We ain't losing. We ain't trying to lose. We ain't losing for no reason unless it's out of our hand. That's the only way we losing. So, <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, so we uh, fight to the finish. And then you you also playing like you playing niggas that's like like you said they got to get off and go to work or you playing niggas that like man they got to worry about going home not being able to eat or shit they got to fight at home like you play, <laughs> we playing against other niggas that actually got yeah. real life struggles and that it's only like 14 15 like niggas shouldn't have to worry about no pistol play during that time yeah. but you do you do so. What you fucking do. Fucking right. I definitely tell you, football kept everybody grounded. Shit, with with playing sports, cause shit, you know, if you want to keep playing, you got to keep, got to keep passing the class and shit, keep showing up to play. Um, <clears throat> ex- well, just find a way to pass shit. that. Just find a way. <laughs> and if you can't find a way, bad nigga, bad. Ask those fans going there and talk, please. Please, whatever exactly. you gotta so do, goddamn, do it. He coming with you know with you, so uh, Big Darius. Man, it's a lot of people to name. Honestly, I ain't gonna say everybody's name, but like, uh, just coming in like that. <laughs> we gonna have like to get, that with that one. Yeah. Hey, we gonna have to get one new episode. We gonna have to get all of us. You know what I'm saying? Me, you, Darius, Dominique. We want to homie. We gonna yeah. have to get. We gonna have to get all one. Yeah, I'm working yeah, that bit, shit out. I'm working that shit out. Most definitely. Sure. That's neat for us, man. Especially all the way on up with us, man. Sure. We 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 ain't you ain't never seen us fall apart uh 
you know, coming from uh, from a line, a D line, offensive line, no matter what, so we was there. Uh, I say that 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 uh, me going to Lincoln, knowing that I was gonna play for Coach Samples, you know, my uncle was a big time <clears throat> defensive end for Lincoln, <clears throat> and him he was coaching at uh, Madison at the time. It was like, man, you better be uh, playing for. Uh, the great coach samples, man. He run that fucking ball. <laughs> he ain't gonna stop running that fucking ball. Order two down, third two down. And don't give a fuck if they know the fuck play, you still gonna run that and then, Look. Then once he got some two thousand, nigga said, Okay, cool, we're gonna run this shit. Ride a shotgun. Come run your ass across the yeah, goddamn yeah. field. So, catch the goddamn ball. Take off. Knowing that, you know, yeah. about to play for a, a great coach like that, shit. Man, it, it's like that. It's, it's definitely the expectations there. It's a lot of pressure. Like, damn, I got to be A1 because these niggas already A1 that. T, you still there? <clears throat> Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We have a technical difficulty. Good day, Coach. Right. I didn't know you had that easy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, yeah, man, getting that devastating mm-hmm. message from Coach Sam was talking about damn rumors about him leaving. And then he basically confirmed the rumors. Like, yeah, I'm leaving. It was like, damn. That's... Niggas was mad at first, but when I mean, niggas learned the reason why, money, niggas was like, man, "Who, who wouldn't leave?" Honestly, as, as a grown man, take her and your your family. That's what hey, that's what I'm saying. You had no, he, he, I think he had. And then I feel like he, he was already in no the choice of Lincoln. Like he, he served his time, and like he paid his dues during that time at Lincoln. Like, and then the that's fact the he got it that close. <laughs> That's the furthest anybody has ever got at that school, and not only did he did he build that school, he built these coaches. You got like people like doing Coach Todd doing this thing at, at Sock, and the other coaches who don't who, who don't spread out and kept you know what I'm saying doing their thing and building their legacies. Like he mm-hmm. built a team, and he knew what and and, and and I think more importantly, what we missed as a team was not football wise. Exactly. It was being a man. You got you got another nigga that's in front of you ready to whoop your ass. What you gonna do about it? Real simple, real plain, and it it, it was like that. But he taught you from what I seen. You know, so my mm-hmm. brother was was coached by Coach Samples, and in '96, you know, what I'm saying but from his whole time there, it's in, it's in years was '96, and just hearing the stories, but being a kid sitting up in the stands. Watching this shit, and even being now, being an adult, and after all these years watching him, still, Dude, still to perfection. And it, it just honestly, it hurt me That's more the fact that he can't just get it over that fucking hump. Honestly, yeah, he man, never he don't have some heartbreaker, but he never stopped. But especially after that last, it's a wrap. Like, hell, man, I've been like, look, nigga, it's a wrap. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, nigga, throw a hell, man, everybody, nigga, what I'm supposed to do, dog? That should be hurting like a mug. That should be hurting. Last second. Hey, the same pain that I felt watching that game between mm. them and yeah. them, uh, Duncanville and North Shore, 
was the same pain that I felt when I was sitting in the stands freshman year and watching that nigga block that kick. Nigga, that was the same pain. I nigga out there in the crowd like, oh, hell no, man. And you talking about about niggas coming from South Africa. We ain't had no success like that. So, man, man, it was so deep from whole South Dallas family came out, bro, to every game. Every game was packed out, bro. Like Every game. <laughs> nigga, you shot the Shit. Nigga pulling up in slabs, pull up in slabs with smokers attached to them. Nigga selling hot link baskets. Yeah. Uh, mac and cheese. <laughs> nigga selling that shit all the way in Grand Perry. Nigga, like, what the fuck are these niggas doing? Taking over your shit? We here now, you know what I'm saying? That's what it was, but that type of pride, you know what I'm saying, that we had. So going from there and going to um, get adapted to a, a new coach, I think we didn't realize it at the time, but we dealt, we were a part of a huge pivot in, in that school's history. We were the first ones who – Really, for a long time, exactly. Where it coach was coach very, coach. very pivotal, you know, what I'm saying? Uh, especially because we still had juniors that were still balling, like they been seniors, honestly, and sophomores that's been balling. So it, it was, you know, like mm-hmm. damn, I'm really putting on and the the team success on the cool, like that'll help your whole. Like once the team achieving that type of success, everybody can get put on at that time. So. With with co samples, I know that whole. Mm-hmm. I want to say that whole uh, year they all went to big time schools or uh, a big time uh, Gramlin PV. Big, had... like, I think that was the un- the lowest. Honestly, I don't know nobody that went to D three school or no D like. <clears throat> they all had the opportunities somewhere, whether it was D one or D two. They had the opportunity somewhere. To have somebody exactly in school and, and that was a big fucking deal. Especially niggas niggas being from South Dallas, man. Niggas don't niggas don't yeah. don't that's exactly. the way out. When exactly. see them, he was providing out. the out and he's out. The fact he had that that network and can talk to them coaches like that, it's it's unparalleled. Like he seeing kids on packages mm-hmm. at school, just like okay, well, you want him, but you gotta get this other dude too. Like you don't know no other coach coach doing that. Like mm-hmm. he was putting on for uh Lincoln for sure. But like I said, that that after he left, it was definitely rebuild. Definitely rebuilding did. the time. And uh <laughs> rebuilding. It was very and political. Boy, we rebuilding, and uh mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Dallas exactly. We got to worry about the news. Actually, worrying about <laughs> Coach Sample's going to skyline and who's going to be the next uh, Lincoln head coach <laughs> for field of position and try to take it back to state. Man, that was too much pressure on the yeah. next coach. <laughs> yeah, like I like if you know like niggas was mad at at, at, at Coach. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was a lot of niggas was mad at, at Coach Sands. I yeah. remember at the time I was on the golf team. And I didn't even. This is when I didn't even know Coach, who Coach Sands was. I'm on a golf team, and the funniest shit was yeah, exactly. learning he was the, <laughs> the nigga who coached golf. <laughs> yeah, this right here, dude. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, but but we had to ride with it, so you know what I'm saying. 
in my opinion, I think Something he did new. the best that he big could. Shoes. Like, he's exactly. stepping into big exactly. shoes. Exactly. Bro, so, the fact you just said that you stepping into you know, big shoes, bro. doing the best he could. I mean, I feel like he, he did the best he could, honestly. Uh uh, I I would never yeah, take that from him. Uh, <clears throat> do I think do I think th- things could have went differently? Yeah, uh, from you know a coaching standpoint, I could mm-hmm. I could say 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 yeah on it. But I mean, I feel like he he did the best he could, especially with having that type of opportunity yeah. to <clears throat> try to get Lincoln back to the promised land. You know, I mean, we I could say we always made the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> So he was doing something. We weren't losing. It was yeah, just, we were about to play out. Yeah, that, that same, yeah, that same grand and pan football. We turmoil, man. <laughs> it was turmoil, man. The niggas, and then they tried to turn y'all niggas exactly. to the, the I, air I, raid. I, I say, oh, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> boy, watch y'all niggas try to figure that shit out. Watch y'all niggas stand up. And try to be on balance, yeah, y'all niggas rocking. Boy, that shit was crazy. Go ahead. No, we got uh, shoot Lonzo, Glenn, <laughs> who is uh, Johnny, the Wickware, throwing for like two or three hundred yards just because the air raid that that crucial, yeah. and we running mm-hmm. almost 150, 200 yards a game. So uh, it 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 was definitely, I mean, yeah. definitely a good change. I would say, you know, offensively, you don't want to. See that as a coach to you know be just just not one sided honestly, but uh, I can honestly say I know despite we was always brought up seeing coaches you know be be the right head and lead in the right direction they don't really show the mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't want to say sensitivity but the the passion that kind of you know gets you more emotional versus being more aggressive. So we kind of seen that from Coach Sanders. Of course, you know, you being mm-hmm. young from Saturday, you like you laughing on the shit. But as I think about it, like shit, he was just in tune to his feelings, to tune to his emotions. But like I said, I, some stuff could, yeah, some stuff I could That's say I want to change, but some stuff like that was him. I can't change him. So yeah, I definitely think that for the amount of talent that we had there. It wasn't used enough. It was some people that, that exactly. should have been playing wherever you can plug them in at because of talent and, and, and you know. So, oh, from there, man. Um, during that time, right, we're going through a little culture yeah. change and all that shit. Still going through high school, still having to deal with yeah. all the rest of this shit. It becomes junior year. Year it was it was fucking serious because that's what we we, are the we same. ain't just on the team now now nigga we starting every nigga that was like every junior it was so, only six of us but all of us were starting from the jump so let's talk about going from there mm-hmm. being able to be get adjusted second year and also we started seeing. Kind of like new um, nuances from the coaches as far as them being more involved in yeah. our lives. Because also that year, I think Katrina happened that year. So we were dealing with a lot, coaches yeah. were dealing with a lot 
And I talk about, of course, the owner field, but. Yeah, like you said, junior, junior was definitely bigger. Uh, honestly, especially for the ones that did start, and then even the ones that was on, they were just trying to get that opportunity. Uh, it was pivotal for I feel like all of our careers for sure to make it known, like okay, we can play ball, and this is what y'all gonna be expected for next year. <clears throat> and that uh. I definitely say that the six of us uh, did our thing. The fact that a uh, few of us made our district just off of junior year. <laughs> our just off of junior year. So I, I feel like we definitely yeah. did our thing. Um, also, like you said, that turmoil with, you know, the Katrina happening. So we hadn't adjusted to, you know, actually going to school with, um, as they call them then, was refugees. But you usually are not supposed to call people refugees if they come from the same uh, place which is the United States, but they was calling them refugees. <laughs> yeah, they were displaced people, and for the, and for the first time in our lives, for a lot of us, we were experiencing being you know um, being around people that that thought different, that were from a different exactly you know um, area environment. You know what I'm saying? And it was mixed in. You know what I'm saying? And it was some rough times because um, little did we yeah. know that that was a microcosm. Yeah, we didn't, know, we didn't think that shit would happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At all. Yeah. We, we just heard about the niggas. Are they going to Houston? All right, Houston big enough. Niggas wasn't, niggas wasn't thinking about them today, yeah. you know, until we, until we seen yeah. them. And it was like, man, and then for a moment, we had to imagine exactly. what if we was in their position. Now that doesn't give uh, uh, anybody the excuse yeah. to behave how people were behaving, and it was some of us too, because it was a lot going on outside of yeah. school uh, that was hood politics and shit like that. But that's still sure. into the school, sure. also, and and. and a brand new dynamic of people. Like, and, they talk different. You know what I'm saying? Shit, the girls came first. We, we, we was like, shit. These I know, boy, I know we like talk. y'all Dallas girls, but hey, these girls from the wall and now. It said something Look, to me and Frank. I don't know wall. what you say, but hey, I'm wall? walking with her. Okay, I walk out. Come hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bitch, I'm walking you through the rose months. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking you to your rose months. Uh, you know, especially when they got there, <laughs> and even when the males finally got there, it was definitely like a division. Shit, we had to, you know, see what they was about, see what they, you know, was gunning for. Uh, so I know it was definitely backlash the first time that it happened. We ended up being on CNN. Told you, <laughs> we, <laughs> boy, we was bad being on CNN because we over here going against each boy. other. Lockdown. Got helicopters Lockdown. circling the school. Now, now let's go on to the because that shit was crazy. I don't forgot. I forgot where I was. I'm pretty sure I was in class or some yeah. shit, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. All I heard was <laughs> footsteps sound like a a, a, a down stampede. And I'm hearing the sound yeah. of flesh getting hit. I'm like, oh, who the fuck getting hit? Yeah. Oh, who clapping ain't niggas was got their boxing. <clears throat> and then I, you know what? I I knew where I was. It's about to be funny. 
anybody know their story? No, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna be on her lines. Trill Pill Podcast. I'm towards the front before they, before they, you know, remember that they locked the doors yeah. and shit because niggas out the front, niggas had some things on them. I come to the front, the niggas, the, the security at the front. I'm seeing niggas outside with guns. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and I see the principal. He ran, but what the fuck is he doing? Hey, get your ass up out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? He ran back. Harvell came out. Harvell was like, all right, fuck this shit. We got this shit taken. We gonna, get, you know, so Harvell, hard, hard body. And um, so while the other nigga was hiding, I ain't gonna say his name because he was in some other shit. But anyway, uh, he was hiding in his little room while he left the school vulnerable. Mm-hmm. All the rest of the administrators and everything like that. Where would you at? at, at it was midday. Shit, I was on the fucking like yard midday. I, I don't know. It was like some. I think okay. I was already at the cafeteria at recess or something. But I was already in the yard when that shit was going jumping off. And then it, we moved outside the yard. We were we on the damn parking lot now. <laughs> jumping on cars, uh, climbing on top of the fences and shit. Yeah. We we definitely acted that. Hell yeah! I mean, looking back over, you like, damn, that shit was stupid. But at that time, because I, I I yeah, nigga, they they in there trying to take trying to take our shit. Oh no, nigga, you 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 come to South Dallas, you just can't take our shit and not expect you don't get your ass whipped. Exactly. And we open arms. Because we seeing what y'all going through as, you know what I'm saying? And I just imagine not us, but that exactly. has probably happened in every so. city that, that they went to, from Dallas to Houston to Atlanta to wherever. And to a certain yeah. extent, I got where they came I'm from. Gone. Like, I got it. Like, your whole existence so, yeah. wiped fucking clean. From the places where you grew up eating at, like, just imagine you, it's South Dallas. Oh yeah, it's definitely chaos. Anywhere we go, it's gonna be chaos. Everything we ever known. Yeah, so they have a. I yeah, think they have a sense of and we ain't I, got. I, shit. I feel we like honestly, that time after that shit happened, but honestly, I feel like that brought us closer. Shit, we we at that point in time, we didn't think about it like that. But at that time, mm-hmm. when it went, uh, when it when it happened. I think we got closer to to them because we understood what they was going through. Like, damn, yeah, they did just get deplaced. How fucked up you feel just getting deplaced from your your hometown where you've been growing up all your life at, and then just to come to a a whole new city and then to be in the hood when you already came from the hood, thinking it's gonna be better now, nah, nigga. You got to worry about fighting again because now Man. <laughs> we don't know you, <laughs> you don't know us. It's, it's, it's gonna bound the clash. Yeah. And it put him in a, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Exactly. And it put him in a exactly. automatic survival mode. They were in survival mode. And I, I understood that. Of course, a lot of the shit wasn't right, but I understood that mindset when I talked, you know what I'm saying? Because we had a few good, you know what I'm saying, good brothers that mm-hmm. joined us on our, you know, joined our family on the football team. And having them talk to us, in a real kind of way. That was the first time we kind of had real conversations from people that we never seen before, never heard before, and had them, they were on the grounds and watched that shit get 
washed away. And to have them sit down and be transparent to us for real. About how they felt and who they are, that was a lot different from yeah, us. Yeah, a whole lot. After life, that, the niggas was family. Yeah, like I can definitely tell niggas. you, I know Red Cross at that life. point in time definitely was pivotal for them because so they, they just couldn't go, go somewhere and get some clothes or just couldn't go get no food. Like, shit, if it wasn't for those resources at that time, shit, it would be much harder for them to try to survive mm-hmm. at that point in time. It just that just kudos to you know Red Cross during that time, man. Hell yeah, big facts, big facts. So let's get to senior year and beyond. Senior year, we go to yeah. our senior year playing ball. Really, senior year from the jump, getting to school, playing ball. <laughs> Going through that, niggas getting heartbroken again. Yeah. <laughs> niggas balling though, you know what I'm saying? Niggas out there giving it all that we had. Yeah. And the practices are probably sure. harder than a lot of the games. Um, most definitely, because she, she was intense. Um, so yeah, let's see where I start from. Let's start. The season's over. Start from there. This is a good spot. The season's over. At this point, you yeah. either know that you're going to school for playing ball or you're exactly. not. Now you're staring at life. What am I going to do when I when this cap and gown go off when we done? Eating? I can definitely tell I you, get up man. The next it, day, it, it, from that point on. When that season was over, it was like so, a light bulb that like went off. Like, you got to worry about after high school now. Mm-hmm. Of course, you you know you took her business doing your SATs because you know the coach told you, or the right. teacher told you to do that. Like you did that stuff just cause. Like, but now it's like, am I even that good to you know play college ball, or like, am I even <clears throat> that good to go to school academically? Mm-hmm. So like, it's it's so much things you were uh you know on your mind at that time. Like, yeah. man, matter of fact, school probably ain't for me. So I I know I feel like. Honestly, I felt like I was cheated from yeah. being exposed by the coaches, yeah. and knowing I'm I'm my A one player. Like, uh, okay. yeah. And let me say something about that because I felt like, of course, we had some yeah. turmoil going on. I don't want to get into it. We ain't got time for all that shit. But we're talking about you and, and, and our experiences together in life and shit. Um, that shit was hard, man. For us, for a lot of us, we sit like, look, I I gave everything I had when I put this purple jersey on, strapped this purple helmet up, and I'm putting that shit on the rack. You know what I'm saying? Um, experiencing that, experiencing like, well, damn, do I? It just felt weird, bro. Remember that time just felt weird. I, honestly, Nobody, I, feel, I mean, like said, every, a few people kind of knew. The fact that right. you either you kind of knew and that was it. It's either you kind of knew that was it. It wasn't no in between. <laughs> you kind of knew or you wasn't. Like it was, it was that way. Yeah. So now you you trying to look at other options or like shit. Maybe yeah. I need to play JUCO ball. Yeah. Or, uh, maybe I got to walk on. Or if I want to even do that, like, cause I'm shoot, I put my blood, sweat, and tears, and then. Like I, I definitely do feel like our potential our senior year, we all should have went somewhere different. 
but you know it is what it is. It's a learning experience. I somewhere. It is, and I think for a lot of us that um, uh, it was a a catalyst to real life. Now we're dealing with with, with real life. First of all, the possibility of am I still mm-hmm. able to go play ball at, at the next level or not? Do I even belong For on the next level? Do I even belong in college? <laughs> do I even want to do this shit? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck do I do? Big question marks. All... <laughs> big, big question marks all across the motherfucking board. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was the whole year was even off the field. The whole yeah. year is fine. We don't even fucking got yearbook. That shit was weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ran off the money. <laughs> I'm still signed to this day, bro. To be honest, bro, that 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 they they robbed us, bro. They robbed us, bro. Like even like as we growing up now, and a lot of us got kids, it's like we can't even show our kids the silly shit that we was wearing in high school because we never fucking yearbook. <laughs> yeah, I nigga, my daddy yearbook yeah. from like nigga in the seventies, nigga when it just when it just was just the annex. Got that yearbook, niggas in there with afros and button downs. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wanted sure. to have that to show my kids. I'm pretty sure that you wanted to too. And on a mental level, I know for me, it felt like damn, do they really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? About us, like, we thought people gave a fuck. Exactly. Already being from South Dallas, we already yeah. know that we behind the eight ball. Maybe even a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? And being there for, like, damn, like, you want to have a sense, a sense of belonging. Because for some people, that may be it. And that's the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, people who were even... So, um, yeah, it is. Shit, happy enough that they passing to graduate. Some people learning that, and some people learning that they didn't get to what they needed to graduate. They already bought yeah. the cap and gown. And and she was a rough time. That you, you know, you pushing through with shit. They ain't she was a through, hard. You know, high school, which is just good shit. Academically, they they couldn't get it at that the point. Or they didn't have that right support. <clears throat> and I, I definitely would say. Just you know, looking from the outside looking yeah. in, like, so if you weren't involved in something, it's definitely way harder for you to make it up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and you probably experienced a little bit more life than we did. We were kind of in a bubble. Exactly. We, were, we were, you know, what I'm saying we were protected. If shit, if shit went down, we know go to the locker room. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they hey, didn't yeah. know. Like, niggas just trying to get in the locker room. Like, hey, I don't play ball, but can I get in there? Niggas like, why tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> niggas is wild tonight. Yeah. Niggas got pistols out here. Can and, I come in just there? Just to think about, you know, coming yeah. senior year. <clears throat> you came Jersey, We had a thousand, what, freshmen? <laughs> what, one, one, of, one of the biggest class in Lincoln? Freshman year, what? Only Ooh, what? We came in Two deep. or three hundred? We had one. Yeah. <laughs> senior? Freshman year. Ever had. Nigga like two hundred and thirty, nigga like two hundred and thirty 
Hey, I know because I was like number two hundred and one. Yeah. I was like, damn, it's only about two hundred and thirty six niggas. Hey. Cause senior year, I, I ain't care about nothing. I said, nigga, I just want to pass pass enough to play ball. I don't give a fuck where I stand at. If yeah. I ain't got the chance to be in the, yeah. in the top fifty, all right, nigga, fuck it. Well, let me just pass. I can go play ball. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, seeing that, I remember seeing that shit was like. Two hundred. It was like it, it was like two hundred and thirty-six, two hundred and forty. So I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't compared to the thousand. Eighty percent. We were deep. They, 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 they barely even have enough classroom <laughs> space. By your senior year. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. 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 And and, and gone yeah. by multiple reasons. Either niggas died, transferred, locked up. You know what I'm saying. Right. And a lot, a lot of people like we knew, you know what I'm saying. And that's another point, like I'm talking about back in the Pearl Sea days. And it's another fork in the road because now we're staring at being adults. We're staring at adult life. Like when we when we when, when we out of here, yeah. that's it. It, it. Ain't no more. Get up seven in the morning, go to school, put some uniform on. It's life, and it's whatever you and it's whatever you make it. For some niggas, some mamas. Some niggas' mama's sure. like, hey, you that age now. You got to get out. Make some of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It was the urgency <laughs> of it. So talk yeah. about that time and beyond. So I know and at that point in time, how like was your I said, life? <clears throat> right after football that season was done, I kind of had to like, man, I got to figure out where I'm going to go. I ain't, I ain't getting the looks that I want. Uh, and then me at that same time, I think I battled them with them myself. Like, man, I know I'm D1 material. I swear to God, I ain't – I ain't putting on no pads if it's not D1. And of course, being caught up in there, you, I ain't having no male mentor yeah. be like, no, nah, this this the way you can go about it, you know, to still get to that stage. I'm trying to play professional ball, you know, thinking like that. Of course, every every South Dallas kid thinking like, I'm trying to make it out with sports. That's our dream. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't go no nowhere under than being D1 and not getting looked at. It, you know, coming on the custom on the custom that same year, it's just like now I got to worry about academically. Luckily, academically, I was always good because I had them. <laughs> my mom was back on like nigga, you ain't doing this shit in the books, nigga. Yeah, you, you was always your right. ass. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was always good. I'm like, shit. Let me apply to the schools. I'm making sure I'm college prepping and doing my SATs and. Knocking stuff out so I can make sure I can get to school, and then getting these uh, these denial letters, and then some acceptance letters for school. So now it's like, okay, now I got choices to see where I want to go to school at. Then of course, the thinking, I'm still, I'm still gonna try to play football wherever I go. Not thinking that, like, man, I'm I'm really not capable to be. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm I'm not at that point of where I'm academically. Challenge because the system that we was brought up in, we we didn't have those study habits, we didn't have those type of things, you know. So you actually had to figure that out yourself. You had to learn it yourself as you was going through college. <clears throat> so uh, with me choosing, you know, Stephen F. Austin at that point in time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just just took you like to a whole new level, whole new meaning. Like, okay, I'm not only going to school, but I'm really fainting for myself for the rest of my life now. Whatever I do now is gonna, you know, move forward, and that's how I'm gonna carry carry forward with the life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
Luckily, you know, yeah, with me going to SFA, I had uh, Gary come, mm-hmm. uh, uh, BJ from East Dallas, you know, uh, shit. We, we already had a crew going to, <laughs> going to you know, college. And honestly, okay. shit, we was stuck all together the whole time while we was there. That's, so, that's what we knew. Shit, even uh, Trey G was at SFA. Like, so, uh, yeah. we five was at SFA, like... <laughs> So it, it, FSFA was definitely yeah, you know the school at the time uh, to fall back on even if you wasn't playing ball. Uh, even though I did walk on mm-hmm. at the school, unfortunately uh, my asthma kicked my ass from yeah. doing that college conditioning. So that that prevented me from uh, moving forward for real, moving forward for ball. Yeah. That should be out of line. I'm like, come on, y'all got all these top paid trainers. And you don't know what to do with an asthma tech. And that that just made my decision. Exactly. Exactly. So that they just kind of And I know one of them niggas done had asthma. You ain't gonna be with asthma. <laughs> so now I'm thinking like, damn! Now I just got to really push through school, mm-hmm. school way versus mm-hmm. you know trying to get it to the next age. Uh, so, but I, I, it was definitely fun times at SFA. Then of course I transferred to uh, yeah. UNT. I ain't stayed there uh, too long, and then uh, finished at UNT. Got my little uh, bachelor's. Honestly, I, I think after what mm-hmm. after sophomore year, it was like I'm worried about graduating. <laughs> I wouldn't care about nothing else. I ain't care about going out. I ain't care about so you can tell tell uh my, my roommates now these days like Tori stay in the fucking room. Only time he yeah. went out was a, a birthday or a special occasion, but that nigga was all about his books. Like I was trying to get out there, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now see my roommate say something like he was always at a girl house. I was never at that. Cause the the hardest thing niggas don't realize was yeah. a, a after mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that situation. Cause I had I went to Langston and it wasn't nothing like I thought it was. Um of course it's a lot smaller school, but I just didn't understand how it was being at a smaller school. And to be honest, I was acting <laughs> like nigga, like I'm in the middle of a goddamn Oklahoma's cows and goats and Middle of nowhere, my nigga. I'm like, but nigga, I'm out of South Dallas. Like, yeah, I had my yeah. first quiet night of sleep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No gunshots, no no niggas trying to race on the street, no niggas fighting, so, no no pimp pimping up. You know what I'm saying? None of that. It was quiet, nigga. I'm like, and it's weird. That whole first night, I stayed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then once football came to a head, and it was like, well. Yeah. Just not playing football. Yeah. The time, the fact yeah. that I had to deal with all that extra time was different. So, yeah. talk about that time. Nigga, didn't know what the fuck you talking about. But people want to argue. So, anyway. But that was the type of shit I was on. You know what I'm saying? I was on, you know, doing shit. I, like, my mind wasn't really on girls and none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was enjoying being a kid. Like, I wasn't worried about no hoes. Now, I was definitely trying to score. You know what I'm saying, but it wasn't just the number one thing. I, I went to school with on my fucking mind, like some motherfuckers go. Like it's some, 
Like, it was some girls at, at that school that they just, you know. It was some boys and girls that. <laughs> They just came to school to fuck something. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, man. They didn't come to school to learn. Them niggas went auditorium. Anyway, they don't, you know, whatever. Anyway. But, short story in short. My mind wasn't on that. But it's a social status attached to them. So, like I said, I felt like I was popular by default. Like, I wasn't just one. Everybody was like, hey, you gotta go. I didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? If you fuck with me, I fucked with you. You know what I'm saying? If you always treated me with respect. You know, vice versa. You know, I, I never was one to try to select my friends. You know what I'm saying? As far as whether who they are. Now, we, you know, friends as far as are they positive or negative, you got to be selective. But, you know, I like the friends to happen naturally. You know what I'm saying? Not like, ooh, I see him over there. I mean, let me go over here and be in. You know what I'm saying? It was so many... All these motherfuckers, they be playing, they they just ill and all this shit, man. They was over there being some nigga's cheerleader. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These, these are the niggas that, that was thought we was a shit. These niggas that thought that was a shit. These niggas was cheerleaders for another nigga that they thought was better than them. Like, not, like everybody ain't, ain't, you know what I'm saying? It was cheerleaders. Some of you niggas know who you are. Y'all niggas right up under a nigga. Yeah, man, you you be doing the damn thing. Looking at that boy. Stupid ass little nigga. Weak ass boy. Over there being no nigga cheerleading and shit. You know what I'm saying? Try to ride coattails. Nigga, my nigga cold, man. My nigga. It's one thing to support. It's nothing, nigga. It's, it, you know, it's something to take, take it too far. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it be like, man. Boy, being truly the man, you know what I'm saying? Like, get off that nigga dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, my nigga, like that nigga, all right, he cool, yeah. But, nigga, what you do? You know what I'm saying? It's to a certain point, it's like, all right, what you do? But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? But some of those things, my examples of having social social adversity, you know, makes you have social anxiety. You know. Girls are very catty. I used to just watch the girls sometimes. I used to just observe them. Well, number one, I was trying to see how their ass looked and them dickies. You know what I'm saying? Them, them dickies going to hold. They don't hold that ass up. The pre's and the dicky pants. You know what I'm saying? When the girls was coming to school with the... When they came out with the dick... First of all, when they came out with, 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 with uniforms, right? And so when the girls came in with the the dickies, but they were capris, and the girls came in with, with their little color belt, they be having a little color. I'm saying, man, I'm trying to see what they're here for. Anyway, I used to just observe the girls, and as I was observing the girls, I would just see them, like, being groups and be very, you know what I'm saying, just be very tribal, you know what I'm saying, and, Coming up with team names and then be the so 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 was whooping bitches' asses, you know what I'm saying? Shit was crazy. Sitting girl get whooped, they played Nucky if you buck. God damn it, some nuts got bucked, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they played that shit and I looked up and it was whoa, whoa. I was like, whoa, shit. Yeah, what the fuck going on? Niggas start throwing mashed potatoes. And, uh, nah, it was morning time. Niggas was throwing the motherfucking uh, 
God damn, the fucking thing throwing. Anyway, they were throwing shit. Sausages or some some wild shit. Hash browns or some shit. Anyway, just saying. You know, I don't know how it is to be a woman, but from the outside looking in, it seems like women, men do too, but I'm about to say women. Uh, women have more like, they're more tribal as far as their groups. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess you can say that for for, for, for both. For both. Because there's some dudes that are tribal about their groups. I mean, you, you have to be to a certain extent, but, um, you know, just people being around people, not because they really fuck with them, not because they genuinely care for them or genuinely love them, but because they look cool or they got something that they don't got, so they don't hang around that person. A lot of times, they be the person that do you wrong, person that be right, right up under you. And, you know what I'm saying? Giving, you know, hey, my nigga, you cool. Hey, my nigga got them hoes. My nigga got them, you know what I'm saying? This, this, and that. And, uh, it's like, nigga, dick riding is not a form of transportation. You cannot pay for that to take you across town. So why are you doing it? Meanwhile, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> I never, and I think I, I can attribute that to my people, you know, my brother, my, my mother, my dad, my grandmother, you know, of being an individual, you know, doing what you like to do, when the fuck you want to do it, and not being ashamed of what the fuck you want to do. Like, shit, if you like reading comic books, then go fucking read your comic book. Give a fuck who walked by and say what about nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you like goddamn me playing jacks, nigga, play some fucking jacks. Now, nigga gonna look at you weird, but that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? It's being yourself. Your most important thing. Fuck, fuck the rest of that shit. The rest of that shit is kind of like window dressing. The meat of it is being an individual. You know? A lot of times people who feel like they're socially awkward, they feel misunderstood. And until you realize that it's okay to be misunderstood, that's when you really kind of settle in. Like, okay, this is who I am. But until you get, until you, you reach that point, you're kind of like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have your time where you, you know, you when you piss me up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you got that right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But, but chill out and all that real, shit. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. so you, like I said, you, don't, people they, that, you think you're going to be growing up for the rest of your life. Somebody's going to so, get that chance. Like, even with uh, Lincoln, you know, Pat, that, that shit fucked fuck everybody up, honestly. So, like, like this yeah. nigga was on the football team, we was on this nigga, this nigga gone over in the Most weekend. Like, that shook, bro. This this is shit that 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 um exciting conversation. Me and my homeboy, and he he don't play sports. He don't do nothing. He don't. He just go to school, and you know what I'm saying. Got Pokemon cards. Well, shit. Nigga, pull up. I watch Pokemon too, nigga. I got cars. I got about 50 in my backpack, nigga. And I got the goddamn stones with me, nigga. What's up on this concrete? Venture, sit down on the back of that, chop it up. You know, and that, mind you, this is before mm. I came out. I don't still put my shit up. I come out. Yeah. It's Pat and my daddy and my mama just talking. You know what I'm saying? That's how cool he was. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. I ain't go to school with, you know what I'm saying, with Pat. I ain't, you know what I'm saying, but he was part of our family that's playing football. So once you were in that family, everybody become family. And I remember having that conversation, and that was my first yeah. time, really, really like a few times, really getting to chance to sit down with him and talk to him. That's one of the few times that I really had. And him showing the respect for my mama. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Him showing respect for pretty much exactly. yeah, everybody. And, and we, 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 like I said, we, we, this, he was, and he was at the pen, it was like, shit, it, it was the norm um, then, shit. When, uh, when Oshun had it, shit, uh, when we had Terrence, they played with our freshman year. Yeah. It, it was like, shit. Maybe, uh, yeah, we got to cry. We do that, but see, we got to keep moving forward. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, because they'll be keep because they will keep moving forward if they were. They set an example for us that we didn't even know. Sometimes you know, and it sucks like this sometimes. But sometimes exactly. we don't know the greatness of people or the impact of people. That they have until they're gone, and a part of them is out of the equation. It's like, damn, something is missing. You know, it's, it's that person. It's their personality, their charisma. It fills up the room. They smile, so fill up the room. The way, you know, what I'm saying, like, like, like just the way you come down the hallway doing whatever, or yeah. just the way, or just being a person and observing that person. Like, damn, he's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody observe people. Like, damn, he a pretty cool yeah. dude. I don't never see him. I ain't never heard about him doing no, no no fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? No no weird shit. Everybody pretty much feels good about him. Yeah. And if that day that that coming back, it felt like, yeah. damn, like the whole day was my probably the quietest day I've ever seen in high school history. That shit was yeah. quiet. Niggas was niggas was not want to go to class. What's up? Niggas was praying in the lunchroom. You know, you know, sometimes when a man is down. It's a very dark place. I've been there before. I've took many routes to get there, but I've definitely been there before. Um, so it's always been helpful when you had a woman to, hey, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? When your chick tell you, you know, when your chick tell you, hey, come on, you you, you ain't no sorry nigga. You know what I'm saying? You 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 got skin in the game. Come on, pick your pick your head up. You know what I'm saying? Do shit like that for your man, for your spouse, for your partner. You know, go make that person feel better. Damn, got down to it. So, with that being said, we've came all the way from the road to the tutor to the end of my second episode of Trio Pill Podcast Love versus Respect. I love you. God bless you. Be careful out there. Stay safe. Get your money. And always keep it trill. Trill Pill Podcast.